yeah, it was really loud. Everybody looked for like a split second. Then like they immediately looked away. Like they're not going to keep looking for me dropping it this once. And yes, I was out of breath. So I couldn't lift it off because I was like just done a set. So I have no idea why I was saying that. I don't either. You said something. I was like, yeah, I was at the gym. (laughs) I was failing a squat. I just want to like vocalize my stress. This is Logan Down, and this is the Down to Talk radio podcast. And I have a, a great host. W- what's your name again, sir? Dewey Da Vinci. That's right. And if you're, you're, if you're listening this time yesterday, then you would know that we were both on air at the same time yesterday. But we, it was his show, The Deep Dive into Kung Fu Panda. That was hype. That was really good. It was. You know? It was. It was pretty yeah. good. I was honestly way impressed, like, how well you did. I swear, I thought you had... Yeah. I thought you had, like, wrote a big old sheet and it was, like, talking about it the whole time. No, I just think about Kung Fu Panda a lot. I know. Like, I asked you, like, afterwards, I was like, what is your, what did you do to prepare for your thing? And you're like, I just watched the movie. Yep. <laughs> I feel like I'm never like that. Like, I, there's, like, thoughts that come in my head and I, I, like, have to write them down and, like, put them in an order. Then I feel like none of my, like, talk shows have been, like, word for word, per se, but they've, like, they're, like, bullet pointed. Like, okay, we're going to go to this next and this. Yeah. Well, some, you know, some people have to have like a little outline. Uh, for me, it's just, I, I spend a lot of time thinking. And so I kind of just have everything I've could ever want to say already. I've already thought about. So I kind of just let it flow. Oh, really? Yeah. I, my brain is going long, like 24 seven, just like always thinking of stuff. It's like, it's never quiet. So like if I, if I'm thinking about something, it's, I thought about it in every single way that I can imagine at the current moment. And so I can just like spit it out. Like, yeah, I've thought way too much about this. I loved when, <laughs> I think right before you went on the air yesterday, your wife was like, or no, you said it was like, you're like, I can talk to myself for hours. I can. And she was like, you can. (laughs) Like, she gave that look like, "Uh uh-huh, this is is legit. I feel like I don't talk to myself for hours, but like, the best way to describe it is like, we'll be in a car ride, like I'll be driving somewhere, no music or anything, but I feel like I'm having a conversation or like I'm really, it's like loud because my thoughts of whatever I'm thinking about, like when I zone out or whatever. Yeah, all the voices in your head, all the schizophrenia that but the, goes on. It's like good things, or it's like <laughs> be disciplined, like get the grind or something. You know? Be on the Sigma male grind set, brother. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny though. That is kind of funny. So I wanted to, I wanted to start talking about the gym to talk about the subject that I want to talk about today, which is like motivation and discipline. And I've I've done the subject on on this show before like two months ago with my friend hunter but th- but what i <clears throat> have an idea for today it's kind of like a different point of view and more detailed versus when i was with him we were just talking almost like what it is in general but i feel like while planning this i was like thinking things that apply more to me personally in my life and i want i say i want to start with like the gym because i feel like going to the gym like my fitness is the like the I would say the only real thing that I've got really good at in this way, but it's really the only thing I got really good at doing this way. Sure. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, especially because like I was thinking this on the drive here. I feel like comparison is the death of joy. So like if I'm comparing like the way I look or like my journey compared to somewhere else, someone else, most of the time it would be a negative feeling that I got out of it. But like, oh, I'm 24. I've only been lifting, lifting the gym for like three years. And I kind of put these like, I'm not this, I'm not that, so loud that at times it can be like overwhelming. But I find that there's infinite progress if you compare yourself to you. Like I'm like, oh, okay, today I've been going to the gym for three years. I weighed this at the beginning and this 
a year and year, 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 second in year now. I was like, okay, then like how, how like how, how well have I improved compared to myself? Like, am I still improving? Am I getting injured most of the time? Am I actually feel good after lifting the gym? But yes, it's something. Well, uh, I, I would agree with you there when you say comparison is the death of joy. So here's the thing. You want to talk about the gym? I hate the gym. I, I absolutely hate it. Uh, I, I'm i not a uh, fit man, shall we say. I'm a, I'm a six foot two. Look for this pizza. Uh, man. 300 pound, you know. You really dude. 300 pounds? I would have no, yeah. I would have no idea. Well, it I helps th- that I'm tall. I thought you would be like my weight. What's your weight? Guess my weight. 234. Actually, you're like almost spot on. Really? What is it? Two, like two, like right there. That, really? That like the high th- high thirties. Yeah, I'm good at that. Like everybody, I'm telling you, maybe because you kind of know me more. Like everybody is always like 30, 20 pounds off. Especially because I'm so tall, and like the taller, the more bone structure you have. Like the more your muscles and tissue is spread out, so it takes much longer for a taller person or with a bigger skeleton to to look really buff compared to like a short person to look really buff. Sure. That's where like when like Arnold Schwarzenegger was really big. He that's one of the reasons why he succeeded because he was extremely tall and extremely fit at the same time. That and all the roids. Well, you know they all did that, so like that's, that's not that's not what made <laughs> him stand out. You know, <laughs> bruh. Do you go to the gym? Uh, I do. I I have a PE class here at the okay. university, so I have to go like three times a week, whatever. But I really hate going to the gym. Oh, because, oh you have like the oh like okay yeah yeah. So I, I go to, like, I, I go to the university like gym here. It's like the PE class, uh, just in the you know in the weight training room. I've heard that's the most failed class. I, I don't doubt it because it's, it's, like, it's so hard to like, especially like because it's a class, it's so hard to motivate yourself to go. Then it's always like super busy, whatever. It's always like packed full. It's really hard to like do your own thing and do what you want to. The main thing is I'm really embarrassed to go to the gym. Kind of like, kind of like what you're saying. It's not I'll, like I don't I'll go, go to the gym with you. It's not like I compare we, we myself. Go together. No, that's going to make it worse, bro. But I don't even take off my shirt. That's worse. Like, like leave it on. Like I'm a, I'm a no you should just do that in general. Like I'll, I'll have a shirt and a tank top on. Like I could take it off, but I just don't. <laughs> But this is why. Then I'll let you finish your thing. Because I found, it was like a year ago. Do you know what body dysmorphia is? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like 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 a year ago, I'd been over like a year and a half of, no, like over two years of like lifting. But I felt like every time I'd go to the gym, I'd have to go to the locker room, take off my shirt or go home just so I could like see that pump. Because like, so I could knew I was like progressing, but it came to a point if I didn't do that, then I saw myself shirtless post gym or like before, like then I'd get sad by like how I looked because I thought I looked like something else. So what I did was it was like my sweater face. Like each each like three months, I go to different like style when it comes to like gym fits. Like maybe it'd be like big baggy shirts or it's like sweaters or it's like hoodies or it's whatever. But for two months straight, I remember it was from October, November. Then it was the middle of December is when I first took it off. But I'd wear like like a shirt or a tank top, but always like a long sleeve over it. But then I wouldn't take off that, but I wouldn't take a shower immediately after, or I wouldn't take it off at all. So eventually at night later, when I would shower, like hours later after the gym, I would see myself normal. So I was like, okay, then I just got contempt. Like, okay, this is what I look like no matter what, even though I can feel bigger at the gym. That's just like what I, I know what I feel like normally. So it like helped me. So even now I, I've done something like I haven't taken off like a top to like have a show my arms or anything at the gym for a month now like it was like the middle of December or something I did last I feel like it kind of helps for me because I feel like when it comes to building muscle it's very slow so like you besides the pump you're not gonna really see a difference in your physique like day to day week to week 
but, but I feel like when I, when I did this for that two month period, then when I took it off and I saw it, I was like, this isn't even me. Like, cause I'm so not used to like, I didn't see the growth cause I wasn't letting my see, letting myself see my body. Sure. Would you describe yourself as a gym rat? Yeah, but I don't, but like it, by definition <laughs> it's yeah. Like, like the way I think about the gym and I go to the gym and stuff. I feel like life's so much more beyond the gym, but the gym is a good staple of what life is. I say I say that because like, like the gym, I feel like is the best place where you can control almost every aspect about it. Like you control the weight you put, you can control the reps, you can control how you feel going into it, you can control what you eat before to help you have the energy during. Then you can control. There's a lot of things you can control, versus like in life. There's only like there's some things you can't control. So at the gym, I feel like it helps you or and me master the things you can control. So in life, when you apply it to other things, you're like, okay, I can control my attitude, like grinding. I can I can like doing homework. Like I was doing homework before this, and I was like, man, it's like one of those things. It's like there's 20 questions, but if you miss a question, you get three more questions. Mm. So like so like I had to do 70 questions, and there's only 20 questions at the beginning. Like, as I was missing some, it just gave me more to do, so I knew I was learning. Sure. And I was like, man, this is, like, busy work. But in my mind, I was like, this is the grind. Like, there's so many times at the gym, I'm like, I'm so tired, but I can keep going. Like, I can, like, keep pushing myself. So the homework today, I was like, oh, I can. Like, I'll just pretend I'm at the gym right now. Then I'm like, oh. Like, with, with when it comes to the grind, I'm like, okay, I'll just do another one. I'll just do another one. Like, this is, like, nobody's seen me do this, but, like, this is helping me. And I had, like, a positive outset. And I, like, stood up doing my homework. So I like slouch and miserable doing it, but sure. That seems like a good attitude to have. Yeah, so I feel like the gym is a very controlled space for yourself. But I do feel that I do understand that like fear of like people thinking you look a certain way. Or, well, uh, I don't uh, know if that, that's what you're saying. But. Not not exactly, but I think I think uh, you kind of touched on it. Maybe perhaps with the control. Um, I like to work out at home. Uh, I like to I, I like to box. I have a punching oh, really? bag. I just you know wail on it. Just wail on it. You know, it, it's a good way to get out of frustration. It's a good way to, you know, get exercise, feel good, you know. But uh, it's interesting you say, you make that statement about control because I would agree with you uh, that there's a ton in life that we can't control. And that is, I'd say, one of the most frustrating, not frustrating. I'd say it's wait, one wait, of the most oh. common reasons for unhappiness in life. There's so many things in life you can't control, right? Uh you can't control when you get sick or something like that, that you can't control. Well, well, especially like, so let's take it from the beginning. We're young. You're we're young dudes. We're out here in college. Obviously I, I assume you're not like Jeff Bezos, rich, like well off. And you're just kind of like just going to college for fun. Like you don't even know. See, and I, I would never know, but going to college as a young person, obviously there's a lot of things you got to take care of. You got to have a job. You got to, you know, do all these other things. And it leaves very little time for yourself because all these things are out of your control. You have to do all these things just to make it through because I used to work at Walmart and I, I don't, I do not want to be working at Walmart for the rest of my life. And, but to do that, there's so much stuff that I have to do that I can't control. And it's stuff that I don't even necessarily want to do, but you have to do it for, you know, to make something happen. Now with the gym, the part that I can't control because I understand like you can control the reps, you control the, how much weight you're lifting, what I can't control. And I, what I think perhaps a lot of people can relate to is you can't control the people, Ooh. which 
now I, I will say my experience at the gym hasn't been a bad one. I have, I have uh, something to say after you're done saying okay. about this. I, I've never so, met someone at the gym who like, you know, like came up to me and like started making fun of me. Cause like, Oh, you're, li- bro, bro, you're lifting you saints. Too- you're wearing a saints shirt right now. Like- sure. Like, you know, just berating me for like how much I'm lifting or whatever. But, but it's like, no matter if they're acting like that or not, I just assume like they're they're looking at me or like yeah. they're thinking that I'm a weakling. Like, oh man, this this guy's so only, not, he's only he's only, he's only using the twenty pound dumbbell. Like this woman's over here is doing that same thing. It, exactly. Uh, and and here's the thing: I don't believe that that's the case. I I can logically understand that most people in the gym do not care. They're doing their own thing. They are getting their own workout done. But it it's the fact that I can't control these other people. And to be honest, I'd be more comfortable if they were vocal. Like if they just said what they thought. Like. Even if, like you know, even if they maybe say they did want to berate me, like, oh, look at this dude, what a, you know, what a what a manlet <laughs> over there, like lifting such small weights, that would make me feel better than like not knowing, like kind of because everyone's like doing their own thing in the same space, yeah, which yeah. is awkward to me. It really makes me feel uncomfortable, and I can't control that. So that's why I like working out at home because it's just me. Hey, that's okay. Well, it's like not for this class, bro. I understand. Oh, Here's oh the yeah, thing. you are in the class. Here's oh, yeah, the thing. I, there, I understand why it's the I'll most with, failed I'll class. I'll go with you because it's hard to keep up with the schedule. It's busy. Did you and, go today? and did you go today? I didn't. Okay, I did not. I'm going tomorrow. Okay, just wondering. Maybe since you brought it up. <laughs> but it's like the gym is kind of like a. It's an interesting space, kind of like you were saying. Uh, and for some people, it's a good experience. Some people, it's a bad experience. Um, but I think either way you can still learn something from it. Like me, obviously, uh, I need to overcome being like intimidated by like public spaces, um, in, in that kind of way where I have to like be an active participant because most people are fine. Like in a public space, just like sitting down, you know, watching TikTok on their phone when you're at the gym, you know, you're, it's a little more vulnerable. It's very sure. vulnerable position. Uh, you're, Obviously, no one's gonna come like mess with you while you're watching TikTok on your phone. Yeah, like that, they're just rude. If I feel they like do. the only people that do are people like you know. At least for me, sure. P- the only people that bug me are people like exactly my friends. Yeah, but, like at the gym, you know, who knows? Like it's for me at least. I, I've never been a gym guy. I've never been a gym rat per se. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's a very unfamiliar territory. Uh, one that I've just never familiarized myself with, and or taking those leaves to become comfortable with. I feel like my gym dirt journey has been like so unique. Like I asked other people and it's not even the same because when I started to go to the gym, like I, you think the gym, you think the most mo- like when you think men go to the gym, you think like macho lift, you think like bicep curls or like biceps or you see like chest day bench press. And when I started, I was those things I was not good at at all, but I was way more adapted to like filling my legs or squatting or th- doing more not feminine movements but more like things that are less like guy ego prone type of things so it took me a long time until maybe like six months a year ago before i i i became good at the guy lifts as well as like legs and calves and stuff like that so it took me a while and i think something that um you mentioned this on yesterday's podcast um but you like i i feel like i'm very good at interacting with the people and like talking to people like that so i've there's a lot of people that say like man it's so busy now like the, the gym's so busy now since school started from like four to like nine i feel like it's so busy and for me i never feel like it's busy because even if every machine is being used i've gone to this local gym for over three years now so i've 
got to know more and more people. So even though there's people using machines, I'd be like, hey, let me work in. Or like, hey, when you're done, like, I'm going to pre-save this. Or like, I just talk to people. This may not be the same for you, but for me, this has helped a ton. Like, they, they become my friends. Or some of the scary-looking guys or the guys that don't smile. But you crack a joke, and they're like, have this, like, boyish face. Sure. So, uh, and, I, and I guess that that is a big difference between you and I. Uh, I would say you are much more extroverted than I am um, in different ways. Now, I will say that I can be very extroverted, but in doing so, I'm not very... I feel like you, you like to do it in like a controlled space. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If I'm sitting in a classroom, I am on the same level as all so these other people. noobs, all these so, noobs. Huh? So I can say whatever I want and nobody else can talk back to me that's because right. you're sitting in the same chair that I am. In the gym, however, that's the different thing. Everybody's on such a different level. You know, maybe there's this one guy over here deadlifting 400 pounds, uh, you know, squatting a bunch of weight. I actually don't. I'm going to stop with the gym terminology because that's all I've got, hey, brothers. You're still right. You're still good. But it, good. it's one of those things like we are not on the same playing field. And I, and I would agree. I, I I am good at being extroverted in a space where everyone is on the same level. If I mess up or maybe people don't like what I say. We're still on the same level. It doesn't matter if you That's don't like right. me. That's We're right. still in the same classroom, buddy. I feel like you do well with like, like a gym partner or like a couple of people you knew like that just happened to go at the same time with you. Through what you just said, like I, I don't know if that's true, but like I've tried it a couple times. Um, and it, gym partners are weird for me personally. It is kind of weird. I've never had like a gym partner like that's worked out with me on a daily basis or like a weekly basis. I've had people that we've done a workout together. For like a time or two or three here and there, but never like I've never had somebody with me working out, and I feel like in a way that's been like a good thing and a bad thing. So because everything that I do or do well, like I didn't have somebody there to show me. Like I had to do it and like suffer and fall. Like today in the gym, I I failed. Like at a squat, like you can't go up and you go back down. Yeah. Like I haven't failed. The way I squat, like like my my torso is like pretty stiff, so even once I fail, I just I just drop it and it's completely fine. Sure, but it's I yeah I haven't done that and pushed myself to that level, and it was like the last rep in my last set, so I felt good about failing it. it. wasn't like the middle or anything, but I felt good about doing it because because I like I knew I pushed myself, but even though like it was I knew like it's this like. I guess your gym and my gym are still like very similar size. They're both pretty small. You can do a 360 and almost see everybody in the gym. So when I did this, it was really loud. And I just had to like, yeah, it was really loud. Everybody looked for like a split second. Then like they immediately looked away. Like they're not going to keep looking sure. for me dropping it this once. And yes, I was out of breath. So I couldn't lift it off because I was like just done a set. So I have no idea why I was saying that. I don't need it. You said something. I was like, yeah, I was at the gym. <laughs> I was failing a squat. I just want to like vocalize my stress. No, I mean, that's fair. And, <laughs> and that's, I guess, a good feeling to have when I'd say one of the better feelings is when you do something embarrassing and everyone does acknowledge it, but then forgets about it. Because here's the thing. If they don't acknowledge it, you know they they know right so i've t- i've kind of done this like personal study like i've wondered how many times what i've thought about what they're thinking about is accurate sure and i okay this is like str- not bs but like i feel like this is kind of accurate i feel it's like eight percent of the time 
how'd you how'd you get that <laughs> statistic? That's a um, it's a very uh, random number. Because I feel like it's like, oh, what am I thinking right now? I'm like, oh, they're not thinking that. They're not thinking that. And I was like, okay, maybe of all the people in the room, maybe one of them thinks I'm lame. Or like maybe one, like all the people in here, a couple might think this. Because I got the number out of people who don't laugh at my jokes. Mm. Like when I do my jokes, like usually very sarcastic, very dry. And it's a very similar thing. It's, it's like one in every 13, 12 people don't think it's funny. Sure. Well, they don't laugh. They, they're not thinking what I'm thinking. They don't think it's funny. So I've, I've kind of pulled it from that way. So a lot of the times I know whatever I'm thinking, there's no way you're thinking this. So I can kind of move on. I've kind of, I've kind of started to do more cardio, like on like treadmills recently after like my workouts. And I've kind of had to re-enter the, oh, they're thinking about me. Because I've got so confident on like the weight floor, so but less confident on like the cardio equipment. Because cardio equipment, you're walking next to somebody for like minutes, like 10, 15, 30 minutes. They're just next to you. Sure. And I'm, I'm watching anime. Like I, my thing's yeah, yeah. propped up. Yeah, Every, I'm watching everyone anime. knows you're a weeb. I'm You're watching something. This is how weird. Like, I'm watching someone watch anime. I'm not just watching an episode. I'm watching someone else. Watching a review of it. Yeah, I'm watching yeah. a reaction. That's interesting. Yeah, like or like something I've seen, but I'm like, hey, this is really good. I want them to experience this too. Like this. Like I like so I think when I put it up, I was like, oh, a lot of people don't think it's cool. Like I'll I'll start like putting all this stuff in my head, but like oh, like if I pull this up, they'll see and they might think they might make a face. Then, but they don't. Like I do it, yeah. They might look, but I have no idea, so I can just do it. Sure, you're probably pretty safe nowadays. Anime is pretty mainstream as long as you're not like looking at some hentai and the on, yeah. on the treadmill. You're probably good. I think <clears throat> nobody's gonna care. Nope. <laughs> right. Did I did I catch you in something? Did I? Uh, no, you you I, I cleared your throat there. What was, was that about? I was watching what you said in class. You're like, I'll never watch that show. Don't even bring that up. When I was like, <laughs> all for what? And you're like, no, like don't even. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like I said, I think everyone in the gym is too focused on doing their own thing, but it's it's our own perception that we really got to break out of. I guess that maybe goes back to what we were talking about originally. You were you were saying I was super good at the the podcast yet last night because I didn't have to write out a plan. I just thought about it. That's an, that's the other thing though, is when I'm so self contained in my own thoughts and I'm so confident in my own thought process, it does prohibit the way I interact with other people because when I assume that they're thinking like when I'm you know when I'm on the treadmill and I'm you know, maybe taking a slower walk, just, you know, having a nice time watching something other than anime. Um, I, I do get really nervous. Like, Oh, uh, same kind of thing. Like people are looking at what I'm watching. And they think I'm, think I'm dumb or like think I'm uncool. I'm going to do to the gym watching YouTube. Like how lame is that? Like get your workout in buddy. But it's, it, <laughs> it, it really is your own perception. I think that's the, uh, the greatest limiter that we have, uh, as human beings is ourselves. Guys uh, roast each other and don't mean it, and girls give compliments and don't mean it. <laughs> like, obviously, sure. guys, when they joke, they don't mean it, but girls, sometimes when they do it, they don't mean it. But I've, I've come up with this theory. It's the opposite when it comes to, like, flirting with somebody. Guys, since they don't get compliments, they just get roasted a ton. They're not used to it. So when they do get a compliment on, like, a girl, it's super, like, rare and unique versus a girl, a girl's... They just get compliment all the time. So when they get roasted or something or they're teased, they kind of like it because it's so rare. I'd say that's pretty observable uh, in the natural world. Not that I've put a lot of thought into it, but now looking back, it seems as though that could be a uh, correct statement. 
Um, I, I would agree. Men uh, don't necessarily compliment each other uh, frequently, but they, they often, more often, you know, uh, joke with their friends. A little, little bit mean, a little bit degrading for sure. Not, but, they, but they know it's not like sure, personal. Exactly. Or sometimes it is. It's funnier, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I find myself getting caught off guard by that kind of stuff. So I was wondering how how that goes with people. Do you find that people generally are really happy that you're like some random dude interact with them or they kind of like, they flinch a little bit and then like kind of, you know, Oh, thank you. Hello. I kind of bring it back to like my one, one in 12, one in 13 people who don't understand I'm joking when I am. So like most of the time, answer your question, most of the time I feel like people respond super, like respond well, they smile, they interact. Like I can roast guys, like guys don't even know. And they like, will just like take it super well. Yeah. There's sometimes that like, like I know there's really only two to three people that go to Vasa that I know dislike me a lot. Like like, like two girls or two guys, either or like, I know, like I know a couple people that don't want, don't try to look at me. Don't try to be near me. But like, I know so many people that are like, like they see me and I interact with them and they're like so grateful. Like I talk to them, not saying like I'm so holy, oh. but Thank oh, you, Logan. Logan, Logan helped for me so much. Bestowing your speech upon me today. Wow, thank you for it's quite roast, an, it's roasting. Quite an ego you've got, my friend. Well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I know like some people don't like me, so I feel sure. like when I interact with strangers, talking about people I don't know, I feel like a lot of people, since you're right, like are so, I feel like more in society, too, are more like standoffish, or less like you're passing them, they're not going to say hello, they're not going to like say those things. So I feel like when you do, it's more like refreshing. It's more like, hey, someone said hi to me. Like someone, or someone said, I feel like it's more surprising in a good way for people who get it versus like, who is this? Or if it, unless it's like a girl with an attitude. Like most of the time, like, t- they take it, <laughs> they take it really well. Like, especially if it's like an old, old man, old grandma. Sure. I feel like, and part of the reason, like I wanted to get better talking to girls in high school, I did the same thing. And I found that, Instead of just talking to girls to get better, talk to girls. I just talk to people. Sure. It's easier to talk to moms. It's easier to talk to older people, or like kids or whatever. <laughs> you trying to pick up the old ladies. The it's, it's just to have a conversation. The cougars in town. Because it's easier to have a conversation with people. So when, so you learn how to talk to someone. So when there is someone that you might be interested in, you still know how to talk. Sure, I, I'd say it's better to develop general social skills before. Uh, trying to specialize in this case. Yeah. I, you want to hear something, something funny about it? Sure. So I was telling you about this yesterday, and there's this YouTuber uh, like when I was in high school called Angry Picnic, and he would like he really just do like pickup lines and stuff like that with on girls like different campuses. And so I started using these same things because I was trying to like get out of my bubble. And I I'd, like I remember like I would have this like line I want to say to a girl and completely roast it. Like I think I kind of remember it. It's like, hey, what's your know what my favorite organ is it's like your heart or or it was it was something okay jeffrey dahmer it was <laughs> it was something like like I, I said it but i said instead of said organ i said heart i completely messed it up and i like walked away i kind of knew the person but it was still like kind of awkward and eventually uh, my senior year of high school i got better at like, talking to people like this like improv even if i wasn't like it was even if it wasn't a pickup line that in high school, I didn't per se have one group of friends that I like went with. Like I had so many little groups that like knew who I was. So I had this one group of like, man, 
man, those are slogans, bro. Like, those are straight slogans. So, like, whenever people knew I was talking to people, they'd be like, hey, slogan. Like, you know, because, like, it's my name. Sure. So, there's this one time, they're like, hey, bro, you can talk to any girl. And I was like, yeah, I can. And I did the three, okay, 180. So, I spun, and it was, like, the hallway, and this girl was walking down. And I just started talking to her, like, maybe, like, a three, four-minute conversation. And that was it. She went off. I didn't get her number. Like, I was just talking to her, and then I let her walk away. Then the dinner that night, I was a senior, and that girl was a sophomore. And my sister is four years younger than me. So the grade the year before that, that girl was in the same uh, middle school as my sister. But they were friends, I found out. So during the dinner table, my younger sister's like, Logan's flirting with my friends. And my parents are like, you can talk to and flirt with anybody he wants to. It was kind of funny, but, but I feel like most of the time people do take it pretty well. Like, the worst thing that can happen is I try to talk to you to be nice, then you, like, don't want to talk to me. Or you, like, sure. there's been this kind of, I don't know if you've seen it, this is, like, the kind of trend going around. It's like, hey, the worst thing she can say is no. And then she's like, you're the worst. You're the ugliest guy. Why did you even come up, come up to me? Like, kind of saying, like, girls can say more than just no to reject sure. you. Like, someone's, someone insulting me, like, that's the worst thing that could happen. Like, I'm not going to die, like... It's just like me being uncomfortable for like those 30 seconds than my debating on thinking about it for the rest of the day. Because there's some things that like, it's very rare, but I don't really get stressed much in general. Like I just don't. But there are some things that maybe someone says or like a circumstance or selling a place or whatever it is that I'll like overthink about. Sure. And it's like, or like little drama. Like I don't, I don't get in drama. Like drama is nothing. Drama is not like a part of me. But when it is, it sometimes like consumes like you. my like sometimes I have to like sing hymns or like sing or to just focus my mind on one thing so my mind stops thinking about what I could say or like how can I get them back just so I can like because that's not me. So when it happens at times, it's it's like weird. So I know that like life is way nicer than it should be. Sure. Well. uh you know, thinking about it. Um, that's kind of an interesting thing that you said about when you do have perhaps moments of drama, say you try to interact with someone, you're, you know, you, you come up to them, you just say, you know, well, let me give you an example. Sure. Um, last Thursday, I'm in this marketing class. I have it tomorrow. Um, then there was this girl that is she listening? No, Bless up no way. You, no, she's sister. listening. Um, and she, and she sits in front of me and we're doing this card. <laughs> Um, and she is listening. She knows who she is now. <laughs> no names because I don't know her name. Um, we had each group had like a deck of cards and we had to like trade them to get the same suit. So we had to just trade cards. So she's like, Oh, what type of cards do you have? And I was like, uh, I'll give you this card if you give me your number. Like it was like kind of pretty smooth. Sure. And she's like, Okay. I was like, Hey, after class or like a little later. Then it was like the weirdest thing. She gave me like the coldest shoulder and just like ran out of the class after class was over. So I was like, I guess I'm not getting that number. And, like, I could have, like, dwelled and, like, oh, did I say something? I didn't. So I just, like, was, like, whatever. And she tried to talk to me the other day. And I was, yeah, I talked to her. It was still nice. But, like, she has Ignored no, her. I, <laughs> Blocked in real life. Like, I was, like, oh, like, I'm not going to let her. I don't know if she did think she didn't want me to get her number or not. Or she had somewhere to be. Like, I'm not going to let that ruin my day no matter what it's like. Sure. And uh, what I was going to say is that, like, um, I, I too often have troubles when I, when I do get like in an act- interaction, 
that kind of can be confrontational or n- maybe not even so there was, I, I was driving the other day and I parked in a parking spot and this old lady pulls up and starts honking at me and like yelling at me. I was like, yo, what's going on? And she was inside her car, so I couldn't hear her. Um, but I think what she thought is that I was going to pull through the park parking spot and like hit her, but I had just parked, but she had made such a big deal about it. And then she finally realized what she had done and she just drove off. And I felt so, so hurt by that because I was like, yo, you just made this big deal. Like you made me feel bad. Like I'd been doing something wrong and you just drive off like park, maybe say, I'm sorry. Like that was my bad. <laughs> so I, I stewed upon that for a little bit of the day and I kind of got like a little frustrated about it, but you know, taking it to thinking about in the past, I, I think that's maybe the biggest difference between now and then back then, uh, God bless the wild, wild west. I, I do love that era of human, human, uh, period because back then you get in a beef with a dude, but you damn. are dueling. dueling. One of you is dying tonight. That's right. And that is the end. You don't have to go home and think about, Oh, he hurt my feelings. You killed him. <laughs> that's conversation over. But, but now uh, it's one of those things that while, Granted, it's it's a good thing that we don't have to like shoot people to solve our problems, but it's such something that like in human history, I guess that was the way of dealing with things. And now we in the modern day have to like just come to terms with our emotions instead of shooting people, which is a good thing. But it's like it's kind of it's it's kind of hard to navigate. Uh, a lot of people haven't had much experience with that. I mean, you know, think about it, it was only like a hundred years ago that people were you know traveling across the plains like doing that type of thing. Anyway, uh, I know it's time to wrap up. But it's been, let you it's close been it so down. good. Though. I feel like the conversations evolved, like not where I thought I was going to go, but it's definitely, like, you didn't think it was going to end up in no. cowboy dueling, cowboy and, uh, dueling, not having to deal with your emotions by shooting a man. But I feel like there's so many like good little <laughs> things that we talked about, bro. Let me finish. Let me say what I'm saying. It was awesome. Like, I feel like it's, this was like one of the ones that have had this kind of like evolved and made me like think more post, you know, Good, I'm glad to hear it. So that was the Down to Talk radio podcast. 